I have one of those thick necks. You know, like that meme, that guy? Like the really <laughs> thick neck, like that's what I got. I gotta give myself some space. Even my collars look like they curl. Even if I have collar stays in, they sometimes look like they curl. You buy non-curls, non-curl collars. You ain't really paying attention to me here. <laughs> yeah, are you ready? Yeah. I'm Steven. And I'm Kevin. In today's episode of The Steven and Kevin Show, we're gonna share with you 10 ways to incorporate video into your practice. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 87 of the Stephen and Kevin show. Today we're going to be talking about video. Uh, video is growing in popularity and uh, we actually have a lot of stats that we'll share with you today that shows that growth. Um, and today specifically though, we're going to talk about ways to incorporate into your practice, how to get creative with video. Now to get creative with it, you first have to actually do it, which is the first <laughs> big step for so many of you sure. out there is doing your first video, your second video, your third. Uh, most of them are going to be fairly boilerplate. They're going to be fairly starter in nature. Uh, today is going to be thinking more creatively about other types of video you can incorporate because guess what? It's a little bit addictive. Once you start rolling video, you start to upgrade equipment. You start to get a knack for it. You start to want to do more of it. And today we'll give you some ideas on how we've seen financial advisors use video in their business. Yeah, I like your point though, Stephen, about like kind of just doing it at first. And we run a program where advisors outsource video to us, where they shoot video from their phone. It's called Oxley Mobile. They'll shoot it from their phone. They'll send it directly from their phone to us. We do all the editing. We send it right back to them. It's pretty turnkey. But one of the things that we found with, with advisors is sometimes they don't really like how they look on video at first. And um, that's a mental hurdle that you have to get over. I don't like how I look. I don't like how I sound. Right. We get it. We've been there. I don't yeah, like Steven, Steven doesn't like how he looks on video. <laughs> I don't like the way you look on video. <laughs> I, you know, I don't sit around and watch videos of us. I mean, none of us like it. But guess what? Uh, when you ask your clients if they appreciate it, they do. They yeah. like it. And uh, so it's, it's all about powering through some of those first videos, even if you don't feel 110% confident about how you look and sound. Now, Kevin mentioned our Oxley mobile option where you're gonna use your phone to produce some videos. Much of what we're gonna talk about today in, in this segment is about video you would shoot on the fly with something like a phone or a camera or something uh, DIY. That's right. There might be a couple of these that you'd hire a professional to do something more professional, perhaps if it's gonna be uh, for something more permanent on your website. The vast majority of this though is gonna be from your desk, from your office on your phone. So let's talk about why video for a second. Um, we actually just completed a research project with Hartford Funds. It's called the Affluent Digital Code. You can head over to the research tab on our website and grab a copy. It's a really fantastic report. In this report, we researched over 400 affluent investors with at least 500,000 or more investable assets. And we asked them a number of questions as it pertains to you know, how they use digital marketing and, or, and, you know, and what kind of marketing they prefer. And when it came to educational content, 44% of the segment under 45 years old said that the type of educational content they want from an advisor is video-based content. So we see this trend coming. Yeah, you can look at it and say, who says video number one? 
Uh, only 13% of those over 65 said video is their favorite. 23% yeah. of those 45 to 65. And then as Kevin mentioned, 44% of those under 45. Right. So you can kind of see where this is headed. But they Even all have if, at least 500,000 or more in investable assets. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And you kind of see where this is headed is that ultimately some of these now that are more popular with the younger crowd are going to be more and more popular overall in your client base right. as this younger crowd uh, matures, gathers assets, and becomes your best client. So video is where this is headed. Let's get ahead of the curve. There's a big difference in doing video and doing it right. So today we're going to give you some tips on that. And uh, let's start with number one. The first way to use video content is to educate people. A lot of us put effort yeah. into social media posts. Very few financial advisors put forth their own video post on social media. Yeah, I mean, think about educational content. That's kind of exactly what we're doing right now as you're watching this video. It's the, the most obvious use case when it comes to video. Now, when you're thinking about educational content, just think about topics you know, or questions that you get from clients on a regular basis. And how do you take those questions, turn them into short, quick videos, um, and now you're educating the broader audience so that you're seen as a thought leader. You're seen as someone who's, who knows um, and is an expert on that topic. One of the things we do with Oxley Mobile, and by the way, this isn't just a huge plug for Oxley Mobile, but we give you scripts on different educational topics that you can leverage and, and makes it just makes your life easier. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when, you, when you're thinking about ed educational content, people ask us all the time, what do I say? What do I educate people right. on? It's just a natural extension of conversations you're having all the time anyway with clients. And you think about the way we come up with content for our podcast or any articles we write is directly from conversations we have with financial advisors you got it. all over the U.S. and Canada. Somebody comes to us with a question, we're like, you know what, that'd be a good article. And uh, that's not something that you're born with. It's something you pick up as you're hunting for content ideas. So number one, let's educate. Number two, client updates, right? You have a, a number of clients. Let's say you have 100 plus clients and something happens, something major, i.e. coronavirus, you know, should I buy the dip? There's, there's questions on your clients' minds. One of the fastest ways to, to communicate a message to them in a very personalized manner is to shoot a video, right? Um, and actually, we have, we have an email from, from a client. This, feels, this is a, a client who recently shot a video. Um, it was about coronavirus and he just said, uh, hey, I want you to see the response that I got from clients below. And the, this, this client emailed the advisor and said, hey, your video pr presentation was informative and comforting. I'm in agreement with the assessment and I'm glad to be invested with you. Looking forward to future profits when the market returns. Um, it's just... That's really nice. Yeah, it is really nice. But this advisor is basically sending us a message saying like, this is such an effective medium to get a message out and to get it out timely and quickly. He even said... Um, it has, it has literally saved me over 100 plus phone calls, which I could never have done in a timely manner. Yeah, I look at it in a, it could be in a negative or a positive fashion for this one. So when you're thinking about client updates, it could be, you know, that the market corrects, that mm. something happens that you want to get out a mass update, basically a replacement for uh, a batch of phone calls you'd have to make. Or it could be on a more positive level if there's uh, an announcement you need to make about adding a, a team member, if there's a new service that you're offering. It's That's a true. way to get out something in mass, but it still feel fairly personal. I think it feels more personal than written form. Right, because it's you, right, on camera. And it's just, it's, it's one of the most effective forms of communication. So let's move on to number three. Number three is personalized sales videos. When we say personalized, we're saying even put their name in it. 
And there are services out there that make this really easy because if you're thinking, what do you, every time I talk to a prospective client, I've got to go into the studio and I've got to be thinking about video. No, there are services out there that leverage even your webcam, things like BombBomb or Soapbox that are built for exactly this. Mm -hmm. That if you're a prospective client of mine and I get off the phone with you, I then catalog that in a letter to you which says, Kevin, hey, great catching up with you today. I really enjoyed learning about A, B, and C. It doesn't have to be overly long, but you'll get a reception from it. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll get a response um, because of the novelty aspect of actually you saying someone's name, saying like, "Hey, Stephen, it's me, Kevin. We just spoke." Right? People respond to that, and they just it's just again, it feels super personalized. We see that trend continuing to grow. I, I don't know if I mean it could be after meeting with a prospect, it could be a really you know big prospect that you're working on on LinkedIn, um, but taking the time to send them a personal video. I remember the first time we had this happen to us, Kevin. Yes. This is years ago. We got a video sales letter like this, and the uh, the vendor at the time said, "I'm going to send you the proposal," and, and we're like, "All right, we're ready for the proposal." Well, it comes in video form. Mm -hmm. and I remember getting it and watching through it. I was like, "This is really cool." He had actually disabled the ability to skip forward in it, so we're watching this 10-minute recap of the value that he provides before he gets to the pricing. And I remember thinking, "That's pretty slick." Yeah, uh, you know, he's kind of forcing our hand to watch that recap. It, it really is. It really is interesting, and it, it will it will catch your attention. Um, number four. The next one here is client videos to kind of educate them on things that are like maybe your internal portal, right? Or things that you find yourself reviewing with clients on a regular basis, right? So it could be how to log in here or how do you access this system? You could really use a screen sharing um, tool like Loom, L-O-O-M is a good one. Camtasia is another really good one to do this. That it's gonna, they're designed to really capture screen and at the same time record voice audio. Number five, a service-related video. This one's really kind of a brag video for clients. <laughs> it's kind of a, hey, I'm working really hard for you, even though you may not be seeing it all the time. Right. And this one could be you in the office, it's dark outside, but you're making a point to say, hey, just so you know, I'm here for you when you need me. Right. Right? Exactly. I'm here. It's 8 o'clock. I had some stuff to wrap up. Uh, I had a client who really needed me at this hour. And I want to make sure all of you understand that as well. I'm here for you. You have my cell phone number. Yeah, I like it. Um, number six, process videos. Think about your you know, like something on your website that describes your wealth management process. Again, it's one thing to have a visual on your site with text. Um, it's another to have someone saying, hey, this is how we work with clients and walking someone through it. And because really meeting with a financial advisor, a lot of times you know, people don't know kind of what that process looks like, especially if heretofore they haven't worked with someone, you're kind of taking the mystery out of it. Number seven, a video to humanize. So if you think a lot of your videos are gonna be educational in nature, they're gonna be financial in nature, let's do some either behind the scenes with the team, something that's more personal with your family. There's usually some kind of a tie-in that could be brought back to finance that makes it somewhat relevant to put on LinkedIn or on your Facebook business page. But letting people in to see the real you is super powerful here. Um, number eight is bio videos. So we've seen the trend with advisors building websites and we build websites for advisors you know, quite often. Uh, and they'll have you know a bio and they'll have something personal about themselves. We've seen ones where you like hover over someone's picture and now it's like a hobby or an interest they have. Well, what about shooting a quick video of the person who you know, you're reading their bio that's telling them about themselves, right? And what they do and why they do what they do. Number nine, some advertisement videos. When you are running Facebook ads, for example, 
it's great to have some that are static. It's even more powerful to have some that are video based. Mm -hmm. So as your prospective client is scrolling through their newsfeed on Facebook, all of a sudden it's your face there with subtitles speaking directly to them about the need to maybe have a meeting. Yeah, I think you're, the, the key that you just mentioned there is subtitles, right? If you're gonna be running um, video based ads, Facebook says that basically 80% of videos are watched without sound you need to have subtitles on there. Number 10, you may do some video that are event-based. Yes. You as a financial advisor probably attend a lot of conferences. You may be hosting some seminars or workshops. Catalog some of that with just short clips, nothing long. You don't want to put out a 60 minute video on this, <laughs> but something short that's a little bit of a highlight reel. Yeah, I mean, you could shoot like 10, 15 second bursts of different parts of a conference and then put them together, yeah, in a nice highlight reel. Uh, Let's just talk for a moment. Those are, those are your 10. They're fairly straightforward. Should spark some creativity on your part about the types of videos you can use. Uh, but again, you've got to be able to produce these to be able to take advantage of any of the advice that we gave. Let's talk a little bit more about the why behind that, Kevin, because I think some people need a little bit of a nudge because it can be uncomfortable to do your first videos. The why to us, uh, number one, Clients appreciate you with outreach, right? We saw that from the, the article that you shared uh, or the, the email that you shared today, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Number two, it gives you a, a much more powerful content strategy and advertising strategy on social media. Yeah, and, and I, I'd say number number three in terms of the why is just there is no other effect, better form of communication. I mean, to see someone that you know who's talking directly to you, I mean, it feels so personal. I can't tell you how many people that we talk to who've watched the Stephen and Kevin show or seen one of our videos who feel like they know us a little bit and that changes the prospecting game, right? Like what if your prospect has watched a number of your videos? They feel like they know you. They feel closer to you because of that medium. Most of the prospects you're going after are savvy enough to be running Google searches on you before they come to a meeting. Mm -hmm. So are they going to find a really sterile website with very little information about you? Probably hasn't been updated in a decade. Or are they going to find something really rich that they can watch and get to know you with? That's right. We'd rather have the latter. Uh, the final point I'll mention is when you're thinking about search engine optimization and where you rank in a Google search, it's really hard to influence that. Like if you said today, I want to be number one in the, in the community for financial advisor Denver or whatever city, that's really hard to pull off. What if you said on the video side of things, I want to be number one on YouTube? That's right. Much easier to influence. Uh, because there's not as much competition for it. So think well, about it's, that. It's as the well. second largest search engine. So, I mean, people are running searches on YouTube all the time. You just need to do some research into what kind of phrases you want to be targeting and what kind of videos are already out there so you have an idea of competition. So uh, if you haven't taken us up on it already, have a conversation with us about your video needs. We do a lot of mobile video. We do some studio video here as well. You might have seen some of the advisors here in our yep. studio and in our office shooting video in Greensboro, North Carolina. So we'd love to chat with you about that. Hope this video or audio as you're listening to the podcast was helpful. Thanks, everybody.